why they put y'all together. Y'all are like a mega force. Y'all just took over every... No, Wake your punk ass up! This Chris Brown, I've officially joined the Breakfast Club. Say something, motherfucker. I'm with it. The world's most dangerous morning show. Breakfast Club, bitches! Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Oh, it's Janet Jackson's birthday today. Happy birthday, Janet. That's the only birthday I'm I know of today. That's the only birthday I'm acknowledging today. I am purposely forgetting somebody else's birthday. No, one of our producers up here, her name is Taylor. No. Nope. Today is Taylor's birthday. Oh, that's no. why she came in and said, I have sweet potato pie. No, nope. That's right. Never heard of it. Didn't know it was a birthday today. Purposely forgetting it means absolutely nothing to anybody. Is that nice? <laughs> Happy birthday to Taylor. <laughs> mute Taylor's B-Day oh, stop is it. happening all day today, baby. Stop it, Hashtag stop it, stop Hashtag mute Taylor's B-Day. My goodness. All right? She deserves another day, just doesn't deserve to celebrate it. Hashtag Mute Taylor's B Day. Well, happy birthday to happy Taylor, birthday. who works up here. They call it Absolutely. Fun Size T. They call it State Property. All right? State Property? I never heard that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from, she from Philly. Oh. So they call it State Property. Okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, shout to us, CC Sabathia. Today is a celebrity softball game. Oh, yes. Should be a lot of fun. Are uh, you playing? Or are you still injured? Now I'm playing, cause, and, and this is why I'm playing. Uh-oh. CC's my guy. But you know when you're the last person picked on a team? Not that he picked me last, but he didn't put me on his team, which well, I'm kind of offended. Like well, he put me on. My, shout to, I'm, I'm playing on Michael Strahan's team. Shout to Michael Strahan. But CC's my guy. How how you have your guy playing the other team? Well, if you would start claiming your Dominican heritage, everybody <laughs> knows Dominicans are good at baseball. If you start claiming your Dominican heritage, they'd pick you at least top three. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why would I pick a black guy to play baseball? Um, I mean? A lot of black guys play baseball. CC Sabathia is black. Oh, I thought CC was Dominican. <laughs> no, he's not, man. I did. Shout I to did Amber. <laughs> shout to CC. But I'm sorry. Yo, we got to win now. Because you, you trade, you put me on the other team. Now, now we got to smack some stuff around now. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, I'm okay. sure he's not going to regret it. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. That's that didn't sound like a good threat. That sounded threat. convincing <laughs> to me. you? Yeah. No. Okay. That's who you want on your team. Yeah. The guy that's going to smack things around. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want. All right. Go all smack right. those balls, MVP. All right, all right. Well, the game is today at Yankee Stadium. Tickets are only $20. It goes to a great cause. The cause, um, his pitching foundation, they provide backpacks, parks, and things like that to low-income uh, areas. So shout to CC, shout to Amber. It's a great cause, and I can't wait to play later on tonight. Did y'all get, uh, never mind. It's, mute, what? it's mute Taylor's B-Day, so never mind. What? what? Are y'all going to get her or something? What do you mean, y'all? We're it's together. Are you? I just found out it was her birthday just now when we walked in I'm here. I'm definitely not getting her nothing. I was supposed to lie. I left her birthday gift at home. So. Mute Taylor's B-Day. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get the show cracking. Front page news, what are we talking about? Well, somebody else is throwing their hat in the ring to be president of oh, the United God. States, and they're expected to make this announcement this morning. Okay. All right. Well, we get into that. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, now yesterday sports. It looks like the Raptors beat the Bucks. Uh, no, sorry, the Bucks, the Bucks beat, the, beat Raptors. the Raptors. One oh eight one hundred. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee? Well, the mayor of New York, Bill De Blasio, will be on Good Morning America, where he's expected to announce that he's running for president in twenty twenty. Waste of time. So then after that, he's gonna go to Iowa to actually stump for votes, and then he'll be heading to South Carolina Saturday while 
His wife, Shirley McRae, returns to New York, and then he's going to fly back for his son's graduation at Yale. Why do you think it's a waste of time? Uh, it's a waste of time because it's already 20-plus candidates, and he's just not going to be able to raise enough money to actually fully complete compete. Like, well, you know, I, he wasn't supposed to. Well, he wasn't supposed to win the mayor of New York, and he he won that. Um, so they're saying he uh, might have an opportunity. You want to put a bet on this? Definitely not. I'm just it's asking. Not, it won't even. He won't even get close. All right. He won't even get remotely close. Okay? All right. In the meantime, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey uh, has signed that law, that controversial abortion bill that would punish doctors who perform abortions, they will get life in prison. Life in prison? Yes, the Alabama Human Life Protection Act. Here's what she had to say. Concerns that all the reaction to the abortion uh, bill and everything that's happening right now and make it difficult to recruit more business to the state of Alabama? Alabama's wide open for business. It's a great place to do business. Would you prefer a bill that has exemptions for rape and incest? All human life is precious. Where's the money coming from to support people who aren't ready to be mothers or aren't financially stable to take care of a child. You simply cannot uh, defer protecting lives of unborn children because of cost. This is crazy. Why they don't feel that way about black lives? How about ban uh, police officers from killing unarmed black people? So they care about you before you become uh, (laughs) an actual grow up and become an adult and then they don't care about you at all. Even teenagers, kids, they don't care about you when you're born. Yeah, if you care about lives so much, then how come a a young lady got shot five times this week by a police officer? I'm still confused how they can even do that. While screaming, she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm still confused how they can even do that. How they can even ban abortion in one state. That's crazy to me. You know, that was crazy. I, I've been in, you know, I've been involved with women who have had abortions for me, and I never had any say in it. Mm. You don't. That, it's, it, just, it's what it is. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a woman's body, and I've, she is able to say what she wants to do with her body. I've never had. I've had zero say in that. You get a phone call like, "Look, I can't have your baby." Cool. And you can have a say. How many like, phone you calls can you get like but, that, bro? You know, don't worry about that. This is my life. Okay. Okay. I ain't judging. All right. But the moral of the story is I had zero say in any of it. It wasn't negotiable. And right. that's how I truly feel. And I don't understand I why the these white people care so much about what women do with their bodies. And the fact that if a woman gets raped or, you know, it's an act of incest and they still have the baby, and what if they don't want to? Well, you have to in, like, a, in makes, Alabama. I don't, I don't see why they're fighting so that hard for this. That like, doesn't that makes no sense to me. I don't get it. I don't understand it either. I, I would like, like I would like to know the logic. I would like to sit down with them and because they got to tell me more than uh, all lives matter because we clearly we see that they don't. I have no idea like why I can't even believe that this is happening in 2019. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Like I, this is it's so disturbing. I, I don't understand how it could even be done. Yeah, don't all lives matter to me when it comes to. Uh, you know, fetuses. Because I, I know y'all don't care. Because how do you care more when, before the baby gets here than y'all do once the baby is here? All right, now they've done this whole poll on the 50 sexiest accents in the United States. Ranked from number 50 to number one. What do you think is the sexiest accent according to uh, this poll? I'm, this, Definitely not Jersey. It's probably I, I, Long Island. I'm looking at this. Listen, I know this is all sarcasm. It's got to be. <laughs> they probably uh, Long Island, yeah. What Long Island, you said? Yeah. It's well, the be number one is Texan. People like that Texas draw. And number two is Boston. Boston? No. Nah. Number three is New York. Okay. Four is mm-hmm. Maine. Five is Chicago. Number six is Mississippi. They like that deep southern accent. Number seven is Hawaii. I don't know what that sounds like. Yeah, me neither. Number eight is Philly. Number nine is St. Louis. And number 10 is California. I ain't gonna lie. I like Philly. I like uh, California. And I, and I wish Baltimore was on this list as well. Baltimore's number 18. Okay. Philly, Philly, Baltimore, and California, I can rock with New York, yes. Miami, you made the list at number 13. I can't mess with the Boston one, though. 
And, no. and I can't do the Jersey Shore. You know what? Either. New Orleans, I feel like, should have been up there. Because I like a New Orleans accent. Boston, they say, get in the car. <laughs> get in the car. I don't like that. I can't believe but Detroit's not on this list. I like Philly because I like the accent and I like the slang. And I like uh, Baltimore because I like the, the, the way they do their use. And I like how Cali uh, women talk. All right, well, Charleston made the list at number 27. Yeah, right. It did. Charleston, South Carolina? Yes. Drop on the cruise bombs for the Geechee. Why'd you get so excited? All right. Yes, <laughs> that Geechee. No, shit. I didn't think they would acknowledge us, baby. <laughs> Salute to all my Geechee folk out there. The Talk Geechee, Geechee folk. The Geechee accent is sexy now. So, Don't think it go. ain't sexy now. Okay? I, I see you over there with your little beige-ass boy. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what? Put All that right. little beige bunky in there one time for me, boy. Uh, I don't well, know. that is your front page news. It just got very sexy. It got very, you a kinky guy. four three, baby. Oh, my goodness. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you feel good and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Maybe your coworker's flirting with you, and maybe you like it. Maybe you don't like it. I ain't even much thought flirting now. Oh, boy. 800-585-1051. I can flirt now. No, stop it. I can flirt if you want me. I'm a, I'm a married man, bro. All right. So am I. What? <laughs> you guys both have a lot to lose, so you should go for it. Five eight five one zero five one. You know what? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Yolanda. Good morning. Hey, Yolanda. Good morning, get it off Yolanda. Your chest, mama. I just want to tell you guys doing an awesome job. You make me smile every morning. Charlamagne, you are an ass. <laughs> Thank you, so baby. You're freaking funny. He's I appreciate ass. you so goddamn much. You have no I'm idea. I'm going to go to work saying ABCD me. <laughs> I'm going to go to work. Well, that's right. I don't know if you should do that. <laughs> My goodness. All right. Thank you. That's right. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Neil from East New York. Neil, you sound uh, upset. What's up? Nah, I'm not upset. Um, I just want to wish uh, Angela Yee good luck on the Brooklyn half. The Brooklyn half. Oh, thank half. you. I appreciate it. That's very sweet. Half? Thank you. It's a marathon you want? Half marathon. When you running oh. it? Listen, we made an agreement, so. Who? I don't even know when it is. So when when is it? I think I have until like when is it? Like October or something? He hung up. I no. thought he was wishing you luck on buying a half ounce of Kush. I was like, why is that an accomplishment? So you don't even know when this is? Yeah, I mean, I know I put it on have my Have you started calendar. training yet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. I, mean, I have. I've been... that, means, that means she's wearing her Adidas tracksuit this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, hold on. I'm not doing the Brooklyn half. That's supposed to be on Saturday. I'm not doing that one. I think... <laughs> you don't even know what you say thank you for. I'm doing the one in Miami. <laughs> what? How you how you confuse Brooklyn for Miami? No, because I was like, wait, am I doing it? Because I remember we had a discussion about it, and I didn't remember if, when which one was when. How much, how much a half a Kush go for in Brooklyn? That's what he was talking about. <laughs> I'm doing a half marathon in Miami. You don't know what she's doing. <laughs> Cassandra. Yes. Good morning. How breakfast club? How are you? I am pissed off. Good morning, Cassandra. So okay, okay. Breathe. Wu Sa. First of all, Goodness breathe. Gracious. Okay. Let me let me breathe. Let me tell you. Let me just say this. I'm so pissed off. Because every time I turn around, these doctors, and you can guess what color they are, are being busted for being a part of this opiate crisis. And just as Mike from the, uh, Omar from the Wire said, <laughs> now that when the darkies were doing crack and cocaine, it was criminal. Now the white people are doing the opiate, uh, uh, oxycodone. Now it's the opiate crisis. But these doctors, they are killers. That's what they should be charged for, for murder. And they should be charged as drug dealers. And we need to know. We need to continue to know what's going on with them when they get busted. Just don't show their picture one time, 
um, and then we don't know what's going on with them. They're murderers, and they need to be charged. Okay. His- off. Wow. So, all right. Well, thank we you, Mama. Omar from The Wire. Now, and, I, and I agree with her. I, I think drug users shouldn't be arrested and locked up for a long time. I think if they're a user, they need help. You they know, need rehabilitation. Need rehabilitation. Right. It's a disease. They need help. That's the problem with these correctional facilities. They're not actually correcting anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that when you, like you said, when you're a drug user, you know, like you need to get some type of rehabilitation. Absolutely. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Rashad, what's up, Rashad? What's going on? What's going on? Envy, Charlemagne, what's going on, E? What's happening, Rashad? How you doing, King? Ain't nothing, ain't Ain't nothing, man. I just wanted to call y'all. Hey, Charlemagne, we made the list, man. Number 27, my brother. (laughs) Nice name. Hey, Hey, them boys ain't know nothing about that boonkey, and I got dang on... The they know about the saltwater creeks we got down there, man. They ain't know nothing about that there. Are you turned on, Envy? Uh, uh, no. Uh, are you flirting with Charlemagne? <laughs> Y'all talking about bunkies and creeks? Oh, oh, Everybody man. got a bunkie, boy. See, 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 always gotta say somebody flirting, man. Yeah, hey, like, that like was. He just told me to put my bunkie in the air. That, that wasn't flirting? Uh, no, I ain't said, hey, I ain't held that, dog. <laughs> I ain't held I that. I told him put your little beige bunkie in the air one time. He said beige bunkie. <laughs> or a little red, or a little red up ass. A little red up ass. Okay, yeah, so now, what's, ass. Y'all can't gang up. Like y'all man. cannot gang up on Envy like this. <laughs> hey, Envy, but I wanted to talk to you about something, man. Uh-oh. A couple years back, maybe like, maybe like two years back, three years, somewhere around there, uh, you did a Boosie concert. Uh, concert. Angelie, you, you was there too. Yeah. Um, you got a little sick or whatever. I remember that. I, I wanted to know, Envy, I actually gave you tickets to my show. And you said you had a you had a show in uh Texas or something. So you weren't able to make it. I just wanted to say I appreciate you being real. You know what I mean? I I, I appreciate you actually spreading the love and actually showing that you're a real person. You know what I'm saying? By not instead making it. Just, <laughs> Let no, him talk. He, I'm a real person. Instead of just instead of just taking my ticket and saying, oh yeah, bro, I'll make it. You know what I mean? Okay. I, That's good. I, he I, made I, up a fake show instead. That's good. No, I didn't. All right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Y'all enjoy y'all morning, man. Hey, bro, you keep you keep your bunkie in the air. That ain't what he say now with your red up ass now. See, now don't I be all full up. up now. Randy, yo, yo, what's up, y'all? What's up, Randy? Get Uh-oh. off your chest, listen, bro. Listen, yesterday, right, that dude Dom from Queens, that homosexual dude that called in talking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. I hate when straight dudes call in, right? The gayest thing in the world is when you a straight man worried about another man's penis and where he puts his penis, right? So growing up gay. You don't see, like, when I'm 31, right? So you grow up gay, you didn't see no man on female, I mean, no man on male, nothing like that. Straight up, just straight agenda being pushed in my face. I'm the only person that I know growing up that is gay. So if he can watch a man kiss another man and his butt start tingling, huh, congratulations, you gay. Like, that's not our problem. So. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, I, I, I have tingling. a question. Yeah, what's your question? <laughs> Yo, what up? When you get aroused, your butt tingles? Uh, no, he must get hit, uh, aroused when he see two dudes and Dwight called up here all butthurt that y'all be telling gay jokes back and forth. Oh, and got you, got you, got gay. you. I was like, that's oh, a new one. I never heard that. Wait, all I'm right, like, bro. I'm like, that would bring a whole new level to Spider-Man. He's one of those guys. I'm like, they're talking about I, I, Miles Morales. Imagine a gay Spider-Man whenever his spider senses kick in, his butt starts tingling. He's stupid. <laughs> bro, are you a top about him, bro? Why do you care? Yeah. That's that man business. No, 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 we got this. 
I'm a 100% top. I would dog okay. Dom out just to prove a point. Like, yes. <laughs> Drop one of Clues bombs for my guy. What's your name? <laughs> Randy Lamar, baby. Y'all Drop one of Clues bombs for Randy Lamar <laughs> using his first and last name, letting you know he will dog you out. As a top, and I beat that dude down. Then I'll dry hump him too. Okay. Hey. Okay. That just made my butt hurt. <laughs> yeah, my butt hurts now. Jeez. Hey. Wow. Hey. Sunday. Hey. <laughs> That's the type of energy I like. Sunday. All right. Good morning. Yeah. God damn it. Randy, good morning. Up here for Charlotte. Sunday. Yo, what's good, MV? What's up, Sunday? Get it off your chest. Hey, listen, man. Uh, first of all, I got to say good morning to the Breakfast Club. Charlamagne, peace to the God. Peace to the God. What's happening, King? Hey, listen, yo, Charlamagne, I know, I mean, Envy, um, I see you got the car club popping off up there. I want to know, in Virginia, and you graduated out here in Virginia, man, we got plenty of car clubs, man. We need to see you and your club come down here. There's not a club, there's a car show. You know what? But I might do that. I, I think I'm going to reach out to Stephen Victor and re- reach out to Pusha T and let's do a car show in, v- in Virginia, oh. the 757. I think that'll be dope. Hey, listen, also, yo, I got the, the hottest car song, muscle car song. Nobody tapped into this yet. I got the hottest muscle car song for your car show, man. All right, well, yo, let me hear it. Let me hear it. Check it out. Oh, he was ready. He had the song in cue. Pull up, baby. Pull up. Go. 5.7 with the Hemi. You can hear me coming from a block away. 6.4 with the Hemi. Fart all over this, please. Fart all over this record. Fart all over it. I don't know what just happened. First of all, Lil Duval got a song called Pull Up. Yeah. We're not rocking with your version of Pull Up, sir. So Sorry, Mr. bro. Mr. All right, have a blessed day. May, may the force be with you. Damn it, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. And yes, my car show is September 7th in uh, New York, New Jersey area. Ah, but get it off your chest. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Yes, unfortunate incidents will tell you about two different rappers who have had their vehicles shot up in the past few days. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Oh, man. I miss you much. It feels so good ignoring somebody's born day. Oh, my God. When it's somebody's B-Day and you don't acknowledge it and you actually mute it. You are you are you um overdue for your therapy session? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Therapy's not working, therapy bro. Friday. I got therapy Friday. Her, wait, when's the last time you had therapy? It's, it's uh, tomorrow. Last week. No, week before last. Yeah, I can oh, tell. Yeah, you I missed the session. You missed the session. Yeah, last you can week. tell by how you're acting today about Taylor's birthday. Birthday, right. Today's Taylor's birthday? See? All right, well. It is? All right, let's do rumors, please. All right, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk shootings. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, apparently there was an incident with wife and Lucci's car last week, and they said his... G-Wagon was riddled with bullet holes from a drive-by shooting. One person in the vehicle was injured. They said a man was found suffering from two gunshot wounds. The victim was not wife and Lucci, and he is not listed on the police report either. So he has, of course, not made a comment in this situation. Also, Yogati, according to local authorities in Nashville, they are investigating an incident because his tour bus came under gunfire. So we don't know exactly what happened in this situation, but they said that Officers responded to an intersection near the Lowe's Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Hotel and discovered that Yo Gotti's tour bus had been struck by multiple bullets. Y'all talking about, I need therapy. No, those Negroes need therapy because all those Negroes are in pain and they're hurt and hurt people hurt people and they just redistributing that pain to other brothers. And I don't understand it. 
I know. It makes zero sense to me. I know well, that I'm, bus was unoccupied at the time and no one was injured. I know if I'm little Wayne, me and my daughter and, and wife and Lucci got to have a conversation. You date my daughter and they shooting up your cars. Let's, um, let's, what, what, what conversation can Wayne have with him when that's happened to Wayne, too? Yeah, the so, same exact thing has happened to Wayne. Yeah, but I don't want my daughter in that situation. We got to do something. We got to change something, drive a different car. We got to we got, we got to move a little differently. We got to be safe out there. No, these Negroes need to go to some therapy, all right, and deal with that pain <laughs> that they're dealing with and that makes them want to go out and just randomly shoot at people. All right, now, Taylor Swift was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and we talked about this whole topic because everybody was discussing whether or not you wash your legs. Well, here's what Taylor Swift said when uh, Ellen asked her about it. I do, because when you shave your legs, isn't the That's, shaving cream is like soap, right? Yeah. So, so it, that counts. So, uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. So whenever you're not shaving, you don't wash, you're saying? No, I don't think I would say that. Well, it seems like, <laughs> it seems like you did just say But it. I kind of always shave my legs. Every day? I mean, yeah. Every day? Yeah. God, you must be hairy. Now, I'm assuming this topic was on Monday, because I don't remember discussing whether or not I washed my yeah, legs. Yeah, you weren't here. Yeah, you weren't here. That was an actual conversation? Yeah, yes. because it was really big, virally. It went big, and a lot of people apparently don't wash their legs or their... Envy didn't used to wash his feet. If you don't wash your legs or your feet, you don't wash your ass, because you're not going to sit here and tell me that you washed the whole top of your body and your ass and your penis and then stop no. at that point. Well, no, they said it's a trickle-down so effect. You, you, you wash, it, trickle you wash down effect. Thing, you wash all this, but you don't... You know, you even do the top, you know, but I, I never... I never did that. Man, sit your dumb ass. I never did that. Well, I, I mean, I, according to this survey of over 840 people, 20% don't wash their legs. And they believe the soap runs down their body in the shower, so they don't need to do well, that. Well, do these 20% have legs? Yes, I, they shut do. Up, I'm, I'm serious. I need to know. Because I'm like, why would you get in the shower and not wash but your legs? But what people were upset about with Tilla Soup was her saying that she shaves her legs every day. I do that, too. Only because I don't like the little stubble. I thought they were upset that they said uh, shaving cream is soap. Was shaving cream soap? No. I don't um, use shaving cream, though. I use soap when I shave. Now listen, white people's bodies may be designed different. From what I was told, they don't use wash rags either. Designed different. Do they? Do y'all use wash rags? Okay, Steve uses a rag. Steve looks like I, I, a wash I was rag person. I told that they don't use wash rags. I don't know how true that is. Maybe that's just a stereotype. He's a loofah. All right, now Lonnie Love, congratulations to her because she has joined Weight Watchers and she's very excited now that she's an ambassador for the brand. So she talked to people and here's what she said. Look, I have tried all kinds of diets. Some have worked, but I've always gained the weight back. When I saw the WW New Weight Watchers plan, this is a lifestyle change. I won't have to give up the things that I love. It's not about size, it's about health. I want to commit myself to making a change to helping women to get healthier, but especially in my community. That's the reason why I'm signing up for WW. Nothing wrong with that. She said she was inspired by Oprah. She told me I can still have my tequila shots, so I was sold. Ain't nothing wrong with getting healthy. Because it's points. So as long as you have enough points to be able to have that tequila shot, then you can have it. I will say Lonnie Lover would look kind of silly skinny, though. Like, she actually looks good as a, you know. But we never seen a skinny. Heavier woman. You never seen a skinny. She well, she's talking skinny. To, but she's just talking about health, not just superficially what she right. looks like. She wants to be healthier. Something like Luther. Like think about how Luther, when Luther was alive, how he looked skinny. Nobody likes skinny Luther. Like plump Luther. You know what I'm saying? That's what you like? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor reports. All right. Oh, thank now you, you don't like Luther? No. Oh. I don't care if he's skinny or, or big. I just like his music. <laughs> music. You heard me. Music. You heard me. Mm. What's that face for, man? <laughs> this guy's All I heard was, I don't care if he's skinny or big. That's all I heard. Well, we're going to use that. We're going to use yours. Not mine. That's we gonna all use yours. I heard from you, sir. All right. Okay. Now, front page news coming up. Eat what we talk about. Well, you guys are so excited discussing this earlier, so let's bring it back. The top 50 sexiest accents 
in the United States ranked what is number one. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, the Bucks beat the Raptors 108-100. Now, the Golden State Warriors play uh, the the Trailblazers tonight. Uh, They lead the series 1-0. You know what? Shout to my son. I know my son is sick. He's grounded right now, and he's a you know huge sports fan, and he can't watch any of the games. He can't play his video games. Why is he grounded? And I feel bad for him. You know, he's 15. Sometimes he gets that energy where he wants to talk back. Sometimes you got to put him in his place. Tell him put the gloves on. He don't want to put the gloves on me. Tell him put them on. That's the the whole point. Put the gloves on. If he's like how I was when I was a kid, he's still watching whatever he wants. Uh, No, he's not. He can't. I mean, so... I mean, to the point, I, I, I proved the point. I don't want to tell you what I did, but he can't watch any anything right now, and I feel bad for him, and I kind of want to give in a little bit, but like, hey, watch it, because I understand being that age, but... How long is the punishment? I ain't know. I don't know yet. Nah, you can't do that now in 2019. Now, you can't just be uh, putting punishments on the kids and not having a, a time restriction. Well, I, I don't know. I like, you know, forever punishment. Nah, Unlimited I don't punishment. Forever pu- I was thinking June 1st. God damn, what did he do? Did he steal a car? No, no, he's he getting disrespectful, you know? He's just talking with a little, you know, like he got hair on his chest. He, so just, he does. Is he allowed to go places? Like, can he go to his friend's house or he, anything? He could go to school, he could go train, and he could go to the library. That's okay, it. so I say I'm going to the library. Huh? That's what I would do. I'm going to the library. Go to the library and He going to miss the whole rest of the TV. playoffs. And I, that's what I'm thinking. I, I should, anyway. Well, what else He's are we talking about? He's not really ye? going to the library. Um, let's talk about the top 50 sexiest accents in the United States that have been ranked. And let's see where you guys are on the list. New Jersey's number 49. Oh. Okay, Long Island's number 50, though. So 50. I know there's people in this room from Long Island and people who live in New Jersey. Atlanta's number 31 on the list. Okay. At number 25 is New Orleans. Oklahoma's number 24. Cleveland, shout out to the land, is number 23. Uh, Virginia made it to number 19, by the way. Uh, Miami is number 13 on the list. Occasion accent is the 15th. Uh, Alabama's number 17. Baltimore is number 18 on that list. Mm-hmm. Philly is number 8. Uh, California's number 10. And then at number three, we have New York. And number two, Boston, number one, Texas. I ain't gonna lie, this list kind of trash. I, I'm not mad at Texas, especially, especially uh, I love women with Texas accents. Um, I think Baltimore should have been higher. I love the Philly accent as well, and I love the California accent. I can't believe Detroit didn't make the list with their accent. What up, though? You did say Charleston, South Carolina's on that list as well, too, right? Oh, yeah, I must have skipped over that. Yeah, Charleston, South Carolina is on this list what as list? well. Uh, they're number uh, 27. 27. Should have been top five for sure. No. Ain't nothing like I a can't Geechee believe New cow. Orleans is number 25. They should have been up higher as You well. got to sound West Indian. Huh? Ge- Geechee sound West Indian. Boy, don't tell us how we sound, boy. You don't know how we no, sound. No, it doesn't. Not even no, a little bit? You don't no, know how we sound. It does not. Shut your little red ass up now. <laughs> my ass before I not, box you in your mouth now. But my, my, red, my box is not red. What are you talking about? All right. Well, the mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, is going to be <laughs> on Good Morning about? America today. He's going to officially announce that he's running for president in 2020. Then he's going to Iowa. Then after that, he said it to Charleston. He said it to South Carolina. Boy, Mayor de Blasio fooled up. He fooled up thinking he what? can run. I do think that's a waste of time for uh, Mayor de Blasio. I think a lot of people are wasting their time, and they're going to be wasting people's money because I, I think certain people... Well, only one person can win. Yeah, as I'm saying, certain people just don't stand a chance right now. And I, I just think Mayor de Blasio is one of those people. Yeah, there's people that he probably has a better chance than, though, who are running. Yeah. We've had a couple of them up here. I think it's about a, I think it's <laughs> a, a four to five person uh, uh, race at this point. Okay. 
All right. And who are those four to five people? I think uh, Senator Kamala Harris, of course, uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Joe Biden. Um, Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren. And, I mean, I per- I personally like Tim Ryan because I like his stance on uh, social, emotional, social and emotional learning. So no Cory Booker. No Cory Booker. No Andrew Yang. I, I like Andrew's ideas. I think Cory Booker got a, a, a uh, shot. I like, I like, I like Cory, but I'm just saying, as far as like actual competing, I think those five I named are, are six. Well, no, those five. I don't even put Tim Ryan in there. Those five I named: okay. Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Senator Kamala Harris, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. All right. Well. That is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, 800-585-1051. All the parents out there, question for you. Now, Charlemagne went to Disney over the weekend. Yes, I was in Disney from Thursday to Friday. and I mean, Thursday to Monday. Thursday to Friday. I mean, no. Thursday. We went one day and yes. you tired, bro? Thursday to Monday. And, and I'm it, sure for Mother's Day weekend, it was a big weekend for people uh, to actually go to Disney, to World. Disney. And, and not only that, uh, it was my daughter's cheerleading competition. So it was this big cheerleading competition down at Disney as well. Mm-hmm. So, so as a parent, I needed vacation from the Disney vacation, okay? Not only did I have to deal with the cheerleading competition, I had to hit those Disney parks every day. I went to Magic Kingdom Friday, Hollywood Studios Saturday, Animal Kingdom Sunday morning, Magic Kingdom Sunday night, and then Magic Kingdom again on Monday morning. Let me tell you something, man. Not only am I Disneyed out, it made me feel like I'm too old to have all these young kids. Okay? (laughs) I'm 40. I'll be 41 in June. I got a 10-year-old, 3-year-old, and a 7-month-old. My 10-year-old has been to Disney and Universal Studios about three times in her life. So that means with two more young girls, I have to go to Disney several more times in my life. Absolutely. And I'm not looking forward to it. What? I've never been. I don't know what that's like. Well, like what, my what? leg, my, 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 uh, what leg is this? What's, it's your right leg, bro. Yeah, my right leg. This guy. Hurts so bad. Like, I am in pain. Like, I'm aching. Like, I need a massage. Mm-hmm. I had a massage yesterday. I need, like, a, I need to sit down with my therapist for, like, an hour. Like, I was very stressed, but I couldn't show it. Mm. You know what I mean? All right. Well, 800-585-1051. We're asking, how do you detox from Disney? Oh. I, I went last year for seven days. Oh. And the rise, that that's a problem. And it rains and then it stops raining. But see, my problem is Disney sets up things. Well, we'll talk about it when we come back. But they set up things where, where kids ask all the time, can I have that juice? Can I have that apple? Can I have that candy? Can I have that toy? Can I have that shirt? And I'm like, why does Disney do that? And you have no reason to, to tell money? your kids no. <laughs> no yeah. I have no reason to tell my daughter, no, you can't have that. We're at Disney. We're at Disney. Why did you walk into the uh, the souvenir shop if you didn't want me to ask for nothing? Well, I came in here for the air conditioning. <laughs> all right? Because I'm old. All right? That's what I came in here for. 800-585-1051. We're talking detoxing from Disney. How do you do it? What do you do after Disney? What oh, have you done mercy. after Disney? Call us now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about detoxing from Disney. That's right. Charlamagne was at Disney over the weekend. Yes, I was at Disney from uh, Thursday to Monday. My daughter had a cheerleading competition. I think it's called the D2 Summit. Uh, so not only did I have to deal with the cheerleading competition, you know, I was in those Disney parks every day. And, and what it, makes it worse, you know, for us, is you did the same thing I did, is we came to do the morning show every morning. We came and did the breakfast club every yes, morning. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I didn't make it Monday morning. <laughs> 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 I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't make it Monday morning. I mean, not only did my daughter have something to do, but... You was tired. I, I was tired, yeah. bro. Like, I had to hit those parks every day. Like, I'm talking about, I went to Magic Kingdom Friday, Hollywood Studios Saturday, then uh, Animal Kingdom Sunday morning, mm-hmm. then Magic Kingdom Sunday night because they had shut down the park just for the cheerleaders, mm-hmm. so it was open late. Then I had to go to Magic Kingdom again, you know, on Monday morning. 
It sounds like fun to me. For, yeah, no. if you're 10 years old. Yeah, if, yeah, but the, when you got a 40-year-old daddy who got to deal with your 10-year-old behind and your 3-year-old little sister and then your 7-month-old who not even going to appreciate it. Right. You know what I'm saying? It sounds like a blast. And it's I not, don't know. And it's not level. It's you, you're going up hills. You're going down hills. Oh. You got a stroller. Like, I have five. So I, I had, a, last year when I went there, I had a 16, a 14, a 4, a 3, and a one and a half. And when I say stress, and then if they got to go to the bathroom, oh, oh my gosh, it's you, a mission. Like you just need and to have on some sneakers, no. some comfortable clothes. And then one day we didn't have, uh, <laughs> I didn't have no fast pass, and I didn't have no guide. Right. Right. And my daughter wanted to go on. First of all, I'm scared of, I'm scared of rides. I don't pay people to scare me. Right? Okay. But me and my wife got to take turns. Right. Because, you know, we didn't have the nanny with us. And, and my, my in-laws was there as well. But, like, sometimes I would go on the ride with my daughter, and my wife would go on the, the scary, scary rides. I'd go on right. stuff like Dumbo. You're a little bitch. You know what I'm saying? The magic, tea, the magic teacup. <laughs> magic teacup. But we went on the freaking the, the, the slinky dog ride at Toy, slinky yes. dog. Toy, Toy Story. Toy Story. That ride was an hour and five minute w- wait. Okay. All right, I, I, I and do. I ain't had no. And let me tell you what's how crazy it was. I'm on the line. I wait the hour and five minutes. We get off the Slinky Dog. When I get off the Slinky Dog, it's this nice Caucasian man standing there who goes, Charlemagne, hey man, how long you gonna be? Here? I said for the rest of the day. Here's some fast passes. Oh, now you want to give me the fast passes? <laughs> I know you saw me standing on this line for an hour and well, five let, minutes. Let me do, let me do you one better. I did the same thing. It was about an hour wait. Then it starts raining. So when mm. it starts raining, they shut the rides down if it goes if it goes outside. So now <laughs> we're waiting for three hours, and my daughter wants to go on this only ride. I'm like, what going on tomorrow? No, Dad, please. Can we go on today? It's the only ride I read about, and I Google, sat in that line for three hours. I would like to thank God for the thunderstorm that he provided on Monday. Because, <laughs> because I got up at I got up at 745. Uh, 7:45 Monday morning. We had to be, we had to be there, right? And I was upset because I was like, number one, I missed the radio show, but number two, I'm like, why are we getting up so goddamn early? <laughs> but you know, that's why women are the best organizers. Because if we'd have got there at around noon, it's the middle of the day, it's hot. We'd have to be there till five, six o'clock. But we got there 7:45 and we was there till like one o'clock, and that thunderstorm happened, and it was time to go. Uh, it was, that was the best excuse in the world. And bless my, my daughter was fulfilled because she had rode all the rides she wanted to ride. After she got on Space Mountain, she was good. But the moral of the story is... Make it to the moral, yeah. You guys are making it seem like I'm not missing anything because I've never been there. Well, at 10, you would have loved it. Because the only detox other parents give me, they say we need a vacation from this vacation. There's got to be something else because I can't take another vacation I've been to Coney moment. Island. Shut up, ye. Hello, who's this? <laughs> hey, this is Jennifer. Hey, how do you how do you detox from Disney? You take another vacation. It's hot. You got a ton of other kids around. I have three kids. You got to get out of there. Well, we don't have another. Uh, uh, we have another vacation. Our, our summer vacation is in June for the Breakfast Club. Yeah, the end of June going into July. Mm-hmm. So I still got another month, but I need to do something now. Kino. Yo. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Yeah. How how do you detox from Disney? Oh, this is an easy one, man. The best way to detox from Disney is a smoke black put the kids to bed. And drink a whole bottle to the face. I, I, I don't self-medicate. So. Well, if I did My that, God. I wouldn't be able to make it up the next day, bro. <laughs> it's over for them. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I'm the kids to be in the room by themselves. Who knows what happened I'm, in that room? I'm about, to send, I'm about to send diapers to get your kids. <laughs> 800-585-1051. Parents, how do you detox from Disney? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you just joined us, we're asking, how do you detox from Disney? Charlamagne went over the weekend, and he's old, and he's tired. I am old. Uh, it really made me feel like I'm too old to have all these young kids, man. I got a 10-year-old, a 3-year-old, a 7-month-old, and my 10-year-old has been to Disney and Universal Studios three, four times in her life, and that means I have three young girls. I'm going to have to go to Disney 
several more times, and we, I don't look forward to it. We know what I'm going to do this year. I'm actually going to go on a Disney cruise this year. I'm going to try that one this year, so we'll see how that works. But, you know, after Disney, you know what I did? I, I, I took a day off. Me and the wife went and got massages, and we stayed in a hotel in the city, and we laid in bed the whole day. I'm definitely going to get a couple massages with my wife because my right leg, is killing me. Mm. I think my right leg walked more miles than my left <laughs> leg. I was with my in-law. My in-laws was there, and my father-in-law, you know, he got his little watch that he looks at. Yeah. One day, he was like, wow, I walked like 4.1 miles, Damn. and it was only a few hours. Mm. I can't do it, bro. I even thought about getting one of them driving things, you know, the driving things. Oh, I thought man. about using that, but I was like... That that would be a lie because no. I'm not handicapped. But I thought about it. I looked at my I looked at my daughter's double scrolling and was like, man, what if I can sit my big ass in there and have the wife push me around for a little while? Justin, yo, what's up, bro? How do you detox from uh from Disney, bro? I was there this weekend for the first time in my life with my one year old. Yo, that was the illest ever. It was a big waste of time, yo. What? Well, for a one year old, baby. Yeah, yeah you should have won in one year. She ain't even gonna remember. Yeah, why you took your one year old? You should have won like bro. three, four year old. Try to tell a first-time mother that she's not taking her one-year-old. You right. Go ahead. I'm you, listening. You right. I, I, would, I would have said <laughs> she's not even going to remember it. Listen, that argument is not working. Right? <laughs> it doesn't work. And, and you got I'm broke. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm broke. Broke, sore, and in pain. Now you got to take mad. Yo. You had to take mad pictures with the one-year-old and Mickey Mouse, and when they get older, you can show them to say that you, she, they was you there. Went. Yo, my son was dumb hot. He was asleep the whole time in the show. Like, yo, it's dumb hot down here. Yo, it was so hot in Orlando this weekend. I don't know what the hell was going on, but it's like the devil had put the thermostat up to 172. But it feels like if with a one-year-old, you might have had fun because you didn't have to do all that work they had to do. Yo, we had fun in the pool at the resort. But they okay. had these little bugs that attack you. That Them attack love you bugs. Yeah, yeah. Woo! That eat your whole car up. And, and disrespect all your personal space. <laughs> and, and on top of that, I'm broke. I was fighting love bugs all weekend, brother. And the thing about them love bugs, they don't come one at a time in Orlando. Nope. They come two at a time because it's mating season. They jumping you. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Summer. Hey, Summer. Now, how do you detox from Disney, Summer? Um, We actually had a bottle of wine because we coached, um, we took a whole bunch of teenagers down to Disney for a cheer competition in December. And we had to detox by drinking wine. We were coaching kids, like teenagers, in Disney, and it was a mess. Baby, that's exact. So, that's that's exactly what I went through this weekend. My daughter's a cheerleader, so it was a cheerleading competition, and it was Disney. We, we did the same thing on Monday because we were staying at Animal Kingdom, so they got the, the South African restaurant, and they had the South African wines. Me and my wife definitely had a glass of wine on Monday. At least you stayed there. We stayed at the um the sports museum with, like, 300 other like, teams, cheerleading teams, for you heard, with little kids running around screaming. It was bad. That detox, like all the way, drinking, just drink, wine, wine, wine. Goodness gracious. Thank like, you guys, enjoy your day. You too, now. Yeah, me and my wife definitely did a toast on Monday with some wine, and it was like, thank God we survived. Yeah. I feel like we have been in a shootout. Yeah, my, my, my <laughs> wife tried to go again. She was like, let's go again this year. The kids are, I was like, no. Nah, nah. Nope. Disney's an every three-year thing for yep. me, bro. I'm being honest with you. Mm. I, you know, and I know that they do cheerleading competitions, you know, every year. But, man, they got to change it. It don't need to be a Disney. <laughs> it don't need to be a Disney, bro. It sounds fun right. for the kids. Well, you know what? You, it's for them, not y'all. Next year, when I go with my kids, I'll take you, and then you can go on the rides, and me and the wife will chill at the bar. As long as you guys hold my bag when we go on the rides, <laughs> I'll definitely I just, hold we your always bag. need somebody to stand there and hold the bags. Y'all think I'm tripping? My right leg is messed up, bro. Like I really, I gotta stretch it out. Like for real. Like my right leg is messed up because of Disney walking around them damn parks. This <laughs> what you about to sue Disney for your right leg? I might. My goodness, what's the, what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story, it ain't about us. 
<laughs> no, for real, it's, it's not. not. It's about the kids, it's you know, not. and that and that's the only thing that you can say to your kids. Are you happy? And when they say yes and they're they're excited, that makes it all worth it, man. Mm-mm-mm. That makes I, it all worth it. I done it. bought mugs. Did you go to Harry Potter and get the uh, the Harry Potter beer? No, I think Harry Potter was, that's the Universal Studios. I didn't go to Universal Studios. Oh, I went to Universal Studios. Harry, Harry Potter, I, I was at... Uh, Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios. Yeah, the Avatar and the uh, Harry Potter rides are the most amazing rides ever. Oh, that Rite of Passage ride is great for oh. an old man like me. I don't even know why they make real roller coasters no more. That is amazing. It's not. It's it's, it's virtuality. Give, give me the virtual reality, it, and I'm so good. It's cool. You it's, whatever it's called, but and you know sure, doesn't this, that make y'all feel a little nauseous? Hell no, because no. nope. and and that's how you know your mind be playing tricks on you. Because all you all I had to think was. Oh shoot! I'm, I haven't even moved. Nope. But it feels like you're moving. Yep. You know they got the Star Wars Land ride coming. Really? Yes. And Sounds that like op- y'all want to go back. No, that opens in August. <laughs> the problem with that, they got the Millennium Falcon ride. That's like the Rite of Passage ride, but it's gonna be an eight-hour wait time. They said when it first opens, it'll probably be even longer hour wait time. So I'll eight see hours? that in three years. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. I'll see that in a three couple years. years. All right, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, we are going to talk about Wendy Williams and Black China. Find out about their sit down from Wendy's show yesterday. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Mm-hmm. All right, Mille, Mille, Mille. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. So I guess you're not going back to uh, Disney this year or next year, huh? I'm definitely not going back. I thought this you year. wanted to go to the new ride that's opening. That opens in August. Yeah. But uh, if you know things about Disney, like for example, the Rite of Passage ride. At Disney is a ride about Avatar, the movie. Dope, amazing ride. One that, of the best. Of the that box. ride had, when I was there, had a, a two-hour-plus wait time. Mm. Even with Fast Pass? Well, no. I will say on that day I had a guide, so I got right on. Not only did I get right on, I went, went right on back on. I told you yes. that. I told you, yeah, you just got right back on. You I can... went right back on. Right? Yes. But the Star Wars land ride that's opening up in August, they say that people will be camping out the night before to get on. And even when it lightens up in like a few months, it'll still be like probably an eight hour wait time. Yeah, eight hours? Crazy. Yeah. Disney is, listen. Disney, yeah. They make no a lot idea of how packed Disney. Disney be. Y'all yeah. not making me feel like I ever want to go there. I was told that Disney makes, I don't know if this is true, this is just, this is just what I was told, $9 million a day per park. Really? I could believe I that. Told. There's so many people there. Did you see the Disney? And it's um, expensive, right? The Disney Village? What is the Disney Village? The Disney Village, I guess Walt Disney created this village of all the houses that look alike. They, you know, the same type of grass is I'm cut, sure, I'm the sure. same landscaping, the school system is just a happy place. I'm sure I've been, I'm sure, I'm sure I've seen it at some point. You know, I, I see the thing about being old, I when you go to Disney, there. everything just becomes a blur mm. after a while. Well, I'm going to stick to Coney Island and get on, get on a cyclone. What? Is that still open? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Over and know, over again. You don't even know where you'd be at after like 72 hours at Disney. No. You'd be like, where am I again? Mm. Magic Kingdom? Animal Kingdom? What's the difference? Do they have like a they have a pay one price? Hollywood Studios, Universal. Pay Studios? one price for all What's parks. Mm-hmm. I believe so. They need to ban SeaWorld, though. That's what y'all need to ban. All right. I didn't go to SeaWorld. I don't like seeing uh, animals captive, bro. Oh, you know what? My my kids went to SeaWorld. I had to I had to do something for radio. I didn't go to SeaWorld. I, 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 I didn't want to go to anywhere. I think that's so whack. I think SeaWorld is the most horrible place on earth. Like that's j- prison for whales. Mm. All right. Well, we got free rumors. the whales. We got rumors on the way. Yes. Are you addicted to sex if you've had sex with over two thousand women? We'll tell you who's writing about that in his Jesus memoir. Christ, you're just racing to get herpes. All right, we'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's J. Cole. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Black China. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. 
Breakfast Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah. Well, Black China was on Wendy Williams. You know she has her own show that's a documentary-style show coming out. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on the Zeus Network. The what? Zeus Network. What's, what's that? It's kind of like Netflix, so you can watch different shows okay. and Never subscribe. Okay. All right, so one of the things that she discusses is her and Tyga and how they broke up. So Tyga started, you know, dating Kylie and whatnot. Um, and he had through her, like, I think her 17th birthday. Yeah, party. we performed Rack City. After that happened, you know, that's where the family kind of, like, was like, all right, well, bye, girl, and kind of, like, threw me underneath the bus. But how did you know that they were dating? Kind of like when I got thrown out. And did he tell you because he's got a new girlfriend, or did you see something? No, I seen it, and it was kind of, like, already everywhere. What did you see? Publicly. Um, him throwing her her 17th birthday party and whatnot. Was he kissing her? No, but they were definitely together. You can't be dating an underage girl and throw her a birthday party for her She's underage 17. birthday. Well, 17, didn't 17 make it legal in L.A., I thought? I thought, I think it's 18 in L.A. It's 17 in, LA? in some places, but I think, no, I mean, don't quote me on that. I think it's 18 in L.A. Google California. That. All right, now, uh, she also talks about getting with Rob Kardashian and how she didn't know if it was a setup or what was happening. I thought you were using him to get back at the whole family. No, 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 it didn't happen that way. Okay. Uh, after all, like, that stuff, the turmoil and whatnot, um, Robert, he was hitting me up on Instagram, like, all the time, and I thought it was, like, a setup. New Year's uh, Eve, or was it New Year's? Um, I was in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, and I was like, you know what? I'm out here by myself. Let me just call this boy. So I talked to Rob on the phone <laughs> for, like, maybe three or four hours, because he just was, like, so, like... Needy. And just, and I was just like, look, when I come back to L.A., like, I'm just help you out and just tell you everything I know and then just build you up and then we'll figure out it from there. Black China can carry a conversation, huh? Why would you think mm-hmm. she can't carry a conversation? Because she's Black China. I didn't think that she could talk, to be honest with what you. What you mean? I never heard her speak. We never heard Black China speak. Yes, I, we have. Oh, I don't be paying no attention She's been on reality like TV before. Oh, she has. I've never seen it, to be honest with you. Okay, well, she also discusses then actually uh, becoming attracted to Rob. So I had, meet, I had met up with him. I went to uh, Chloe's house at the time. And then it was just us two. And just basically, like, it was just like a connection right then and there. And then I had him move out from Chloe's house to move into my house. And it was very early on. From there, we started, like, losing the weight. He cut his hair. Um, at what point did you become sexually active with each other? It was kind of fast. First night? Come on, we're adults. We're talking. No, it wasn't first night. Maybe, like, fifth. Were you physically attracted to Rob yeah. when he was heavier? Mm-hmm. And he had a great personality and you... Super. And you felt sorry for him? I didn't feel sorry for him. I just wanted him to just see his worth. That sounds sweet. Okay, that's nice. nice black child. And people said they really were in love with each other. And he did seem happy when he was with her. Like, he did lose a lot of weight. He seemed motivated. He, he was did. out. All right, now she also um, talks about getting pregnant. And you got who pregnant was... before you got engaged? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, all I want for my birthday... This time I'm telling you, this is fast. All I want for my birthday is for you to get pregnant. So I ended up getting pregnant. Um, and we was trying, like, all the time okay. to, like, get pregnant. And then um, he was wishing for a boy, but he got, he got dreams. Yeah. But he's happy with her, though. Who's the better lover, Tiger or Robert? Um, better lover, uh, Rob. Oh, damn. Well, yeah. Rob was fat at the time. You know what I'm saying? Black China was definitely a catch for him. You know, he was in love. In love with that poom poom. You take that condom off, you know? Treated it like food. Hey, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? Please have my baby. All right. Well, since we're here talking about the. When I think about Black China, I think about the first time I met Black China was in the Bahamas. With Angelie and everybody. <laughs> everybody thought she was Nicki Minaj. Everybody thought she was Nicki Minaj. And really? she was taking yes. pictures with people like she was Nicki Minaj. It was Kaiser's. Mike Kaiser dropping the clues bombs for Mike Kaiser's. It was his birthday. What up, Kaiser's? Birthday 
weekend, I think. Yeah, we were at the Cove. This was years ago, at least and nine years ago. all the white people were like, oh, my God, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, all right, and just taking the pictures with them. And did you meet her mom? Did her mom pull up on you? Her, her mom, mom pulled up to the station. Tokyo came to the radio station. Tokyo, mm -hmm. what's her name? Black China's mom. Tokyo. Yeah. She came Tokyo up to the Tony. <laughs> There's a lot of Asian uh, cultural appropriation going on in that family, <laughs> by the way. But yes, Tokyo came up here. For what? I, she wanted to meet me. This was last year? Year before last? I don't remember. Yeah, they were like, she's downstairs. I we was like, like, who? <laughs> I never had heard of her at the time. Mm. I thought somebody was playing. Because they were right. like, I'm Black China's mom, Tokyo. I'm like, all right, somebody playing. Yeah. But it was her. Oh. All right, now Lamar Odom, since we're talking about the Kardashians, has his book coming out. Um, it's called Darkness to Light. And he said that he's been obsessed with sex for as long as I can remember. He said there were too many strippers to count. It wasn't a big deal, but often I would pay them. I never thought less of them. He did admit that he cheated on Khloe Kardashian during their marriage, of course, and she found out, which we knew. He said, I was shocked and embarrassed. I wanted to take it back, but you can't. I wanted to hide, but that sick sin was hard for me to hide. I had a problem. And he also says that he's had sex with more than 2,000 women. All right, Lamar Chamberlain. Knock it off. <laughs> and he said his porn addiction was a major issue for him as well. He said he was so obsessed with X-rated videos. He said, I ran out of porn to watch. That's how you know when you were going a little overboard. He admitted that sex would trigger his drug use because it would allow him to double up on that good feeling also. I need to talk to more NBA players and see how much sex they be having. Because Will Chamberlain said he slept with 5,000 women. Lamar Odom said he slept with 2,000. Imagine what like some of these all-stars are doing. I mean, Jesus Christ. Will Chamberlain was an all-star. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, you know, I wonder what they're doing now. Well, in this book, he says, I could not handle the lethal cocktail of the spotlight, addiction, a diminishing career, and infidelity. Oh, did I mention the paranoia, anxiety, depression? I couldn't keep my D in my pants or the Coke out of my nose. Whoa. <laughs> well, you like that? <laughs> could have had the D in your nose and the Coke in... Never mind. What? what? The Coke in your what? In your what? And Khloe Kardashian, in the meantime, says she is trying is to make sure she's peaceful with Tristan Thompson for the sake of their child because... The child can feel their energy, so she doesn't want Baby True to feel that bad energy, so she just tries to keep it cool with him. What's Tristan's body count? I really want to know the body counts of NBA Why? players now, because they, they be probably high. Don't, they probably don't even know. 2,000 is crazy. 2,000? That's ridiculous. More than 2,000. 2,000 women? That's a man, lot. come on, man. Then who counts? All right, well, let me... Yeah, who counts? How, how do you count? count? 2,000 yeah, women? How do you count? You ever, the first time I ever took an HIV test back in the day, and I tried to write down my list of women, I got disgusted at myself. Okay, and I wasn't nowhere near. I wasn't in the hundreds. I don't even think I was in the 30s yet at that time. Sheesh. All right. How many dudes was on that list? The men don't count. You just always got to take it there. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Sick of this. Charlemagne! Yes, gay man. Who are you giving that donkey to, gay man? Let me tell you the story about the lady that told me to watch out for me back in the day. Yes, you told us many times. I did. Okay, I'm just not now. I don't have time to rehash it right now. Good. Good. Remind me to tell that story. I'm going to tell my story, too. Okay. All right. But donkey today is going to that old white woman and those old white men in Alabama. What's her name? K. Ivy? Oh, yes. yeah. K. Ivy. She, she needed to come to the front of the congregation. We'd Governor. like to have a word with her. All right. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. Donkey, donkey, donkey. Bunch of That's time for the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlamagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes, donkey of the day for Thursday. Uh, what's today's date, guys? 
16th. Oh, yes, May 16th goes to Alabama Governor Kay Ivey. Salute to everyone who listens to us on Magic 96.5 in Birmingham, Alabama, and Hot 105.7 in Montgomery, Alabama, respectively. Drop on the clues bombs for Alabama. All right? You all are appreciated, but your governor is not because Kay Ivey on Wednesday signed into law an abortion bill that could possibly sentence doctors who perform abortions to life in prison. Now, Alabama is the first state that has a straight-up, outright ban on abortion. I don't know what is going on in America, but for some odd reason, old Caucasian colonizers have decided to enslave women's uteruses. All right? Women's uteruses are being put in chains and shackled, and these prehistoric pale faces are attempting to control women's bodies because Alabama is the seventh state this year to pass abortion restrictions, okay? Utah, Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi, Georgia, Ohio, if you're keeping score, the others, they don't have an outright ban, though. Instead, they have passed the so-called heartbeat bill Mm -hmm. that prohibits abortions after six weeks of pregnancy because that's when doctors can usually start detecting a fetal heartbeat. I have no idea why these old white men give a damn about what women do with their bodies. In fact, I will say that any man who doesn't want women to have abortions has never had an unwanted pregnancy. But we'll get to that in a second. Let's go to CNN to get some more details on this bill. The nation's most restrictive abortion law. All those in favor, Republican men. The law effectively bans abortion by making it a felony punishable by up to 99 years or life in prison for performing the procedure. The law does include very limited exceptions such as serious health risks to the mother. Democrats attempted to add an amendment to exempt victims of rape and incest, but that failed. This fight now potentially setting up a Supreme Court showdown. Alabama is one of 16 states to introduce or pass restrictive abortion legislation, sometimes called heartbeat bills this year. Even though it was signed into law today, Wolf, it does not technically go into effect until six months from today, but the ACLU and Planned Parenthood have planned to challenge this in court. Chances that it goes into effect before it gets into court are, are slim to none. All right, you heard what she said. Uh, let, you know, let the record show. According to Huffington Post, CNN, and other media outlets, every Senate vote for Alabama's abortion ban was from a Republican white man. 25 to 6 vote, and all 25 of those yes votes came from white male senators. 25 white men who will never be pregnant. 25 white men who will never be raped and impregnated. 25 white men who will never be raped by a family member and impregnated. I have no idea. Once again, why any man would care so much about what a woman is doing with their body. I am a man who has had women abort potential babies of ours, and not once did I get consulted on any of those decisions, and not once did I feel like I needed to be consulted, okay? Yes, it takes two people to make a baby, but if you're not married to a woman or that woman isn't your significant other, potential wife, you really don't have any say in the matter, okay? So I'm just confused to why these old white men act like they care so much about the lives of these unborn fetuses when they don't get that same energy to the black lives being gunned down at the hands of the police, okay? Rest in peace to Pamela Turner, all right? 44-year-old woman killed Monday at the hands of the police in Texas, shot five times, schizophrenic woman who yelled at the officer and told him uh, she was pregnant. Um, I don't think that she was, but that is what she said. But if you care about life so much, how about, you know, create some type of bill that prohibits the killing of people like that, that prohibits the killing of unarmed people at the hands of the police, okay? If a person isn't armed, there's no need for a cop to ever draw their gun, all right? How about, you know, be as hard on them as you are being on women who, for whatever reason, don't want to have their baby right now? I am flabbergasted, all right? When you're talking to old white people, you got to use words like that. I am flabbergasted as to why this is such a pressing issue for these mayonnaise-flavored mammals, okay? Not to mention, seeing 25 white men decide what a bunch of women can do with their bodies pisses me off the same way seeing a predominantly white cast in the gods of Egypt back in 2015 did. 
Okay, I'm serious. All right, one thing I can't stand is the lack of diversity. I hate seeing a bunch of white people decide what a bunch of black people should be doing. I hate seeing a bunch of men decide what a bunch of women should be doing. I hate seeing a bunch of straight people decide what a bunch of gay people should be doing. Because if you don't understand somebody's struggle, you can't make a proper decision on what they should be doing. Because it's not coming from a place of proper understanding. Okay, everyone hears only what they understand. That's why you don't hear these women telling y'all these abortion bans are dead wrong because you don't understand them. And Lyndon B. Johnson... A white man once said, if we are to live together in peace, we must come to know each other better. Clearly, these old white men don't know anything about women because if they did, they would know better than to tell them what to do with their body. I propose that all these old white men who voted on this bill, the woman in their lives should have to deal with these fates, okay? They should have to face unwanted pregnancies because why would any man support a bill that strips away rights from their daughters, granddaughters, sisters? Aren't we supposed to be making the world a better place for them? You're making it harder. Okay, why would you vote against the interests of women in your life that you love? So I think they should have to deal with unwanted pregnancies. And then you have to look the women in your life in the eyes and tell them, nope, you have to carry it. We all know everything changes when it's happening to somebody you love. Nobody cares about issues until they directly affect them. Okay, so I think that that is what should happen in this situation. Uh, Other than that, I don't have any solutions for this problem. Because common sense says to me, don't tell women what to do with their bodies. It's not our business. But as we have learned in America in 2019, common sense ain't so common. So please give Alabama Governor uh, Kay Ivey and those 25 Republican old white men. You know what? Let Kathy Griffin handle my white work. I mean, Please work. give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't make sense to me either. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Thank you for that dunk of the day. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? I want to remain anonymous. Hey, anonymous. What's your question for Yeezy? Yeah, so my question is, I've been committed in committed relationships, like, my whole life, and now I just turned 30, and okay. I just, I have a little money, so I want to splurge, and I feel like I want options. Like, if I want to have two boyfriends, like, it's okay for all these dudes to have... Okay. Okay, boo. Well, first of all, you could do your thing, but they don't have to be your boyfriend. You could just be dating two guys at the same time. The only problem is when never works. The only problem is when we're not honest. So you want to have two boyfriends, but they don't know about each other. No, I want them to know. So like, I want to have one main (laughs) boyfriend, and then I just want my fun guy. Okay, so you want a side piece? Yes. Why have a boyfriend? Yeah, you can have a so you can have somebody that's like your main, but he don't have to be your man. You don't have to give it a title. See, that's the thing. They all want titles. As soon as they start doing nice stuff for you, it's like, okay, now I want you to be mine. But okay, but you already know I'm dating. Just say no. Just be like, look, and they're not gonna stop dating you. Right. <laughs> Just be like, look, I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I've been in committed relationships for a long time, but I really like you. Right, and that's where I'm at now. Just trying to figure out like how to balance that. Because it's like, I want to tell one, but it's like only one knows about one. You don't have to tell them about each other. You just have to say, I don't want to be in a committed relationship right now. I had to do that before to my now boyfriend. When we first started dating, I didn't want to be in a relationship. Damn, me. (laughs) Yeah, I did. But I was honest about it. I think it's important to be honest because I... 
Yeah, because first of all, sometimes you also don't want to jump into a relationship right away. So what made you change your mind, ye? You have to get to know each other first. It just takes time. Oh. Right, like, how did you know? Because everybody's always nice in the beginning, and they buy me all this nice stuff, and they give me nice stuff. And then, like, after two, three months down the line, then that's when I get to see they got a gambling problem. Right. Uh, they got and that's why, it, to me, I think six months is a good amount of time to know if you really want to be in a committed relationship. But okay. it all depends right. on how much you see each other, how much do you talk to each other. And it's also not really a time limit. It's more of, like, how you feel. Right. And can people grow on you? Because I think that's the issue. So I think I'm attracted to one of the dudes and the other dude that's being nice and that I kind of feel like I can go somewhere with, I don't, I'm not as attracted to him as I am with the other one. So I think that's what the, I think that's the problem is trying to find somebody that's able to take on, take on all my needs. Like, it's, 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 I don't know. Well, no one's going to take care of all your needs. I'm going to tell you that. But you tend to, um... <laughs> You know, when you really love somebody, it's okay because you love their imperfections and the things that they can't do as well as the things that they can do. You still love them anyway. So I think just take your time. Enjoy life. Get those presents. Go out and date. But just don't be in a committed relationship. And then you're not sneaking around doing anything wrong because that gets stressful and that could ruin something. Say your boyfriend, your main piece, you decide you want to be with him, but you have a side piece and then he finds out about it and now it destroys everything. What you need to do is just say, I'm not ready to settle down yet. I want us to get to know each other better. That's all. Oh, thank you so much. Because I was like, my friend was like, don't do it. I'm like, listen, I got to do it. She knows better. <laughs> yeah, no, please. Well, Just go have fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Just have a good time, yeah. date. And if at one point you decide, you know what, now I'm ready to settle down, then you do. Okay, good. Well, y'all going to be in um, for Memorial Weekend. Are y'all going to be in Vegas? I won't. My cousin's getting oh. married. I'm going to be in Detroit. Oh, okay. Okay, never mind, yeah. <laughs> All right, mama. All right. Have well, a good time, you. girl. Go out and have some All fun right. in Vegas. All right. Ask me. Wild out. But be safe. 585-1051. <laughs> if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's up? It's your girl, Michaela. Michaela. Hey, Michaela. What's up? Hey. Okay, so I currently have been going through it. Um, I'm a senior in high school. I'm graduating in a couple of weeks, and I've been going through the whole college process. Mm -hmm. I applied to 20 colleges. I got into 18 of them. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And basically, my issue is money. Like, mm -hmm. they haven't given me as much money as I needed. And I just wanted to know how much debt is too much debt. What's like, what's the smart way to think about this? Because I don't want to have to pay $45,000 a year for school hooks. Well, I think uh, a couple of things that you could do here, because I went through that whole process, and it took me definitely a good 12 years to pay off all my student loans. But going to school is definitely an investment into your future. So there's definitely a lot of programs out there that can help you make sure you pay those back. But student loan debts can be crippling when you have to think about it, right? So mm -hmm. a couple of things you can do is they have different apps and websites like myscholly.com that you can go on to where you can find out about different types of scholarships. And there's yeah, all kinds I've, of... I've mm -hmm. applied to about... 20 different scholarships and I haven't gotten anything. Yeah, because they do have all types of grants and scholarships that people don't even know about or aren't aware of. But I will say that student loans can be manageable. Like when I went to college, I did work while I was at school also. So at the same time that I was at school, I was able to pay for certain things. And 
You know, that's, I think, one of the best things I was able to do was I didn't have to get loans to buy my books and other things like for um, when I was on campus and paying for the school meals and all of that. I took all of that into consideration also. Also, I know what a lot of people do is they might go to a college that's a, a city college and then transfer. Mm-hmm. So that way, maybe for the first year, you go somewhere that's more affordable and then you can transfer to another school and transfer those credits if you want to and not have that debt either that you would have had if you mm-hmm. went to a school that's, say, $45,000 a year. But the other yeah. thing the other thing is, you know, don't think that student loan debt has... If you look at this as it's an investment, you are going to be able to pay it back and you are going to have time to pay it back. So don't let that prevent you from going to the school that you want to go to. Yeah, thank you. Just make sure you work out that payment plan. And do you know where you want to go out of the schools you got accepted to? Yes, I'm going to Coppin State. Oh, all right, so you already know where you're going. Yeah. And so that school you said is $45,000 a year? For me, yes. All right. I'm coming out of state, yeah. All right, well, just make sure you keep on applying for scholarships, keep on applying for grants. Even when you're in school, there might be all kinds of things that you can still apply for. But just look at there's all these apps that you can sign up for that put you in contact with things that might be... Uh, in line with what it is that you can apply for. Thank you. And congratulations. Thank you. All right. Well, that's Ask E, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way, E? Yes. And you know, when you break up, you got to cut all ties, right? Well, mm-hmm. find out who is saying, now that me and my man ain't together no more, we're not doing anything together anymore, including our foundation. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rooms. Let's talk Deontay Wilder. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Deontay Wilder is fighting this Saturday, and people are upset about him making comments about wanting to kill his competition. And so here he is on Dominic Brazil. He's talking about actually why he feels like in the ring he wants to kill him. This is a brutal sport. This is not a gentleman's sport. I keep saying this is not a gentleman's sport. We don't ask to hit each other in the face, but we does in a way. And you can ask any doctor around the world, he'll tell you the head is not meant to be hit. Anybody can go. And on this particular time, we have bad blood against each other. This is the only sport where you can kill a man and get paid for it at the same time. It's legal. So why not use my right to do so? Damn. He's a fighter. He's selling <laughs> his. He's a fighter. He's selling his fight. He's psyching his opponent out. Yeah, he's he's scaring his fighter. Him. Okay. He intimidated me. Jeez. <laughs> no, you were like, whoa! I don't want to meet this guy. I'm from <laughs> the Mike Tyson era. When Mike Tyson told you he'll eat your kids. Okay. When Mike Tyson told another man, I will f you till you love me. All right. That's- and let's keep it real for people that aren't boxing fans. Everybody's been talking about this. And so what you do when you get ready for a fight to hype it up? You got to talk crazy. That's all it is. Like, it's, 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 it shouldn't even be taken that serious. But he is absolutely right. It is boxing, and you can get killed in that ring. You can. Imagine you're Dominic Brazil. You're like, man, this guy wants to kill me. All right, and you go in there shook. Yeah. And he's already in your head, and he's going to knock you out in the first three rounds. All right, now DJ Khaled has announced that he has a new song, Higher, which is featuring Nipsey Hussle, and 100% of the proceeds from that track will go to Nipsey's children. I'm prepared to cry. So that's really dope. That is dope. I read what he said last night. Recently, I embarked on a soul-searching journey down a road I never thought I would travel in a million years. It began when a tragedy robbed the world of an enlightened soul, a brother, a father, a partner, and my friend Nipsey Hussle. Just days prior, he shared his energy and positivity with me on a video set for a song called Higher. After much prayer and reflection, and with the full blessing of the 
I can't say his last name, Asgadom family. I am sharing that moment with the world. The very title of the song reminds us that vibrating on a higher level was the essence of Nipsey's soul. It is in the spirit of moving forward, of preserving his mission, that I, my co-writers, producers, and label partners are donating 100% of all our proceeds from hire to Nipsey's children. That's dope. Drop on the clues bombs for Khaled for that. Mm-hmm. Classy move. Only way to do something like that. But uh, I'm definitely preparing to cry when I watch this and video. And John Legend's on the song as well, because he posted, proud to be a part of this inspiring record. Yeah, I saw somebody say that it's 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 almost like Nipsey was doing a tribute song himself. I can't wait. Somebody said that. Somebody said it has the vibe. And, and they, you know, they could be gassing it up, but they said it has the vibe of I'll be missing you with the... Really? Sh- with the, with the the, the grittiness of the Loxes uh, will always love Big Pop. That's what I was told. Mm-hmm. But we'll see you tomorrow. Comes yes. out tomorrow. All right, now Selena Gomez was doing a press conference for her role in The Dead Don't Die, a new zombie comedy. She plays a leading role. And she told people, for my generation specifically, social media has been terrible. I understand that it's amazing to use as a platform, but it does scare me when you see how exposed these young girls and boys are. I think it's dangerous for sure. And she's told reporters that it's impossible to make social media safe at this point. She said, I'm grateful I have a platform. I don't do a lot of pointless pictures. For me, I like to be intentional with it. I see these young girls. I'll meet them at meet and greets, and they're just devastated by bullying and not having a voice. Man, I'm telling you, it's almost impossible to instill self-confidence in these kids to tell them that their first, last, and best love is self-love when all their, you know, self-worth comes from the opinions of other people on social media. Now we're talking about social media. Let's talk about 50 Cent. He has an issue with BET, and he posted on social media, see how these networks be watching me? Sex, money, murder. Huh? Nay. How you how you doing sex, money, murder with no BX, no sound view, no pistol Pete BET, get the F out of here. Tell BET I'm going to need my money by Monday. Uh-oh. So apparently BET is uh, promoting a new show, Games People Play, and it says, let's talk sex, money, murder. And 50 Cent had his own show that he was doing, and, you know, I guess it's uh, very much similar to what BET just posted. I'm confused. So Sex, Money, Murder is a show that 50's producing. Okay. BET has a show, and it's called Games People Play, and then their tagline is, let's talk sex, money, murder. Oh, got you, got you. So what 50's saying is... I want my PC. You're biting. mm -hmm. Right. And he did say, FBT, the only thing fly about the network is Connie Orlando. So, shout out to Connie Orlando. Drop on the clues above for Connie Orlando. <laughs> not mad at that take. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not going to say FBET, but I'm not mad at the take. Connie is, yeah, drop it, on the clues above for Connie Orlando. Then 50 said he would kiss in the mouth or something like that? He did say that. He, he said, said um, while, I ain't going to lie, I would kiss her in the mouth and wouldn't give a F who don't like it. LOL. How is Fifth the only person that still gets to live like he's in the 90s? <laughs> he's the only guy that can get away with doing and saying the things that he does. Hey. That's 50. How? That's 50. I got to sit down and have a conversation with 50. He got to put me on the game. Don't let him hype you up. He don't <laughs> let him get you a job. <laughs> not, listen, I am fully aware of my limitations you, in okay, life. As long as you know. Right? I don't think that's a good idea. I am, I am not 50. <laughs> you relax. No, I just like to hear the story, okay? I just want to know how he gets away with it. Not meaning I'm going to try to apply it to my don't life. Don't do it. Tell me you'll kiss him in the mouth. You don't give a F who cares. Envy, I will kiss you in the mouth right now. That's what he said? What did he say? What was the exact quote line? I don't know, but I like how you said Man, it. Man, shut up. You. I'm, I'm going to even <laughs> fall for you. I'm going to human resources. <laughs> That's a threat. See, you could do just what 50 did. Just slightly different. That's a threat. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Get the scrap, Envy. I don't spit. <laughs> swallow. Or in your case. What? What? <laughs> oh, <God>. What? <laughs>
What? You know what? I'm going to human resources. Wow. Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody right, else, the people's choice. Now you about to take it in too far. Mix is up next. All right, guys. And uh, it's Janet Jackson's birthday, so let's get some Janet on in the mix. It's Janet's birthday. That's the only birthday we celebrating today. And shout out to one of our producers, Taylor, as well. So no, birthday as no. well. I can't believe she got the same birthday as Janet. Mute Taylor's B day. She don't. My goodness. All right. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Shout to CC Sabathia again and Amber Sabathia. I'm playing tonight in a celebrity softball game. I don't know how well I'm gonna play. I just want to bat. Pause. I, just, I don't want to. I don't want to. Right. Throw the ball around. I don't want to catch any balls. I don't want to okay. be a catcher. I just want to bat. Well, you think you can catch balls? I'm gonna mess with you. Tonight what? is for a good cause. So if you're in the New York area, come on out. You know, CC does a lot for the community. Backpacks, builds fields. Teaches kids how to play uh, baseball and softball. So if you're around, come on out. I, I think, think I'm going to come like out. $20. Are you going to wear that jersey you have? No, I think they have jerseys for me. But you know what I don't have? I don't have a glove. How about that? I got to go buy a glove. You don't think they have gloves there? No. You have to bring your own glove? Yes. I think. Why are you screaming? I don't know. I hope you're not going to be screaming like that at the game. Yes. <laughs> anyway. So I'll be playing there tonight, all right? Shout out to CC. Shout out to Amber. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight, all right? When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne. Yes, uh, the positive note, man, is simply this. You know it's Mental Health Awareness Month, and you know mental health is something that's near and dear to my heart. So I just want to tell everybody out there, it's okay to feel unstable. It's okay to disassociate. It's okay to hide from the world. It's okay to need help. It's okay to not be okay. Your, your mental illness is not a personal failure. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? Nobody pray for me. It been a day for me. Yeah, yeah. 